0: Okay, here we go. All right, so we're going to be talking about this, and uh, I'll be giving my commentary. Let's get into it.
1: I'll add a candle and call me back
0: I might actually say that.
1: I'm, I'm all the draft. I own the zestment of makeup of many colors, my stole of jewels to craft this work of art for God and for neighbor and for self. My drag is the tangible manifestation of my present reality and divine queerness. It stands to represent all that I was told I could never be and everything that I know God has called me to it has afforded me the opportunity to engage in ways I had never even imagined before, because believe it or not, I did not think when I was five years old that I was going to be a drag queen minister. The divine is moving.
0: Um, the thing is, is like uh, a lot of these people, you know, if you check out the website, sexchangeregret.org, a lot of these people had some sort of abuse when they were younger, something that happened to them. That's why they're into drag. It was just a natural inclination uh, to this, our sin nature to go this way.
1: In ways that it has never been. It made the boundaryless, genderless parent in heaven personal and religious. And the drag will never be the same. I believe that drag any that bends up or up through space, taking subversive, system shaking, and joyful community awakening. <laughs> the art of drag has historically laughed in the face of injustice while wiping the tears off the face of the oppressed. It was born at this convergence of fear and hope, and it dreams of tomorrow while unashamedly living today. So, when I paint my face, I am meditating upon all those who came before me. I reach into my soul. I can access every part of me that I was told to hide away, boxed away, denied to me by unity. I can externalize it all, and I can celebrate it. Because drag allows me to celebrate divine surety, to know that God dwells with.
0: There's nothing divine about being drag, okay? Let's take a look about uh, what God has to say about that, okay? All right. We're going to look at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. A woman shall not wear a man's garment, nor shall a man. Put on a woman's cloak, for whosoever does these things it is an abomination to the Lord, your God. Okay, First Corinthians chapter six verse nine. Or do you not know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived; neither the sexually immoral, nor the idolaters, nor um adulter- adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Okay, people who do drag they practice homosexuality. All right.
1: in me and it allows me to show others how to celebrate parts of themselves as well. There is a holy gift of liberation occurring when folks feel they can release this mysterious secret within them that was once shrouded by society and- A
0: mysterious secret or a demon that is guiding you to dress like this. I'm sorry, but that's that could be it. Well, nine times out of ten, that is it, all right? It's either a natural inclination due to the sin nature or some trauma, all right, that opens the door for these demons to have access to this person.
1: That liberation is exactly what we're here to do afternoon and to wonder about together. I view my artistry of drag as a gift of grace that flows from God, to them, our countless other artistries and methods to bring about grace in the world.
0: Okay, um, let's look into the gifts since he wants to talk about gifts. Let's talk about these gifts, shall we? Let's talk about spiritual gifts, since he wants to say this is a spiritual gift, okay? God is not going to make sin a gift. These are some gifts I'll name right here. The gift of administration. The Greek word for the spiritual gift of administration is kubernesis. This is a unique term that refers to a ship master or captain. The literal meaning is to steer or to rule or govern. It carries the idea of someone who guides and directs a group of people toward a goal or destination. We see variations of this word in in verses like Acts chapter 27 verse 11 and Revelation chapter 18 verse 17. With this gift, the Holy Spirit enables certain Christians to organize, direct, and implement plans to lead others in the various ministries of the church. This gift is closely related to the gift of leadership, but is more goal or task oriented and is also concerned with the details of the organization. See also First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28 and Titus chapter one verses four to five. OK, the gift of apostleship, the spiritual gift of apostleship is. Sometimes confused with the office of apostle, the office of apostle was held by a limited number of men chosen by Jesus, including the 12 disciples, Mark chapter three, verses 13 and 19 and Paul Romans chapter one, verse one. The requirements of the office of apostle included being faithful eyewitnesses of Jesus Christ's ministry and his resurrection. Acts chapter 1, verses 21 to 22, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1, and being called by Jesus himself, Galatians chapter 1, verse 1, the apostles were given authority by Jesus to do many different things to establish the church, including writing scripture and performing miracles. John chapter 14, verse 26, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 to 16, and 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse chapter 12. verse twelve. There are no more that hold the office of apostles today, but the gifts of the apostleship continues in a different Sense Jesus gave apostles, gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, and shepherds, and teachers at his ascension. If emphasized chapter 4, verses 17 to 12, and these represent a distinct category of apostles. They do not have the authority to write scripture as the original apostles did, they also have a different purpose in the sense of establishing the church, the foundation has already been set. The mission of those with the gift of apostleship today is to plant new ministries and churches, go into places where the gospel is not preached, reach across cultures to establish churches in challenging environments, raise up and develop leaders, call out and lead pastors and shepherds, and much more. They often have many different gifts that allow them to fulfill their ministry. There are leaders of leaders, ministries, Ministers and ministers, they are influencers. They are typical, entrepreneurial, and able to take risks perform difficult tasks. Missionaries, church planners, certain Christian scholars, and institutional leaders, and those leading multiple ministries or churches often have the gift of apostleship. See also Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, Acts chapter 1, verses 21 to 22, and 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1. Okay. Nowhere do you see drag being uh, a gift in the Bible, okay? Nowhere.
1: Vanity, like like We are so different and so colorful and so diverse all different and yet of the collective glass when joined together. They are equally and equitably important. You are equally and equitably to the power of God. If your story was absent, removed, or hidden away, a hole would be left in our dazzling basilica, of life and community that we are bound inextricably together. Only together can we change the world. Only together can we heal our own trauma. Only together can we prevent the cycle of harm from continuing down the road. We saw this in the Stonewall Riots. We saw this in ACT UP New York. We saw this in Minneapolis and-
0: Stonewall Riots, when I mean, gays, listen, um, she th- th- he is going in a, a direction that is um for gays fighting the rights to uh be able to flaunt their evil in front of people. All right, talking about rights for gays. This is all a twist to say that to justify their sin. Okay. That's all it is, a twist to justify their sin. This is more social justice, than it is about God. All right? Now, let me uh, go on to this uh, article here. All right, hold on a minute. Uh, this is, okay, here it is. All right. Drag queen pastor declares God is nothing in blasphemous profanity Lace video. Isaac Simmons, a United Methodist Church candidate for ordination and associate pastor at Hope UMC in Bloomington, Illinois, recently spewed blasphemy in a new slam poem "Od to the Alphabet Plus Movement." The drag queen pastor and self-styled drag evangelist, who goes by the name stage name Miss Pentecost, declared over and over again that God is nothing the Bible is nothing. Religion is nothing. And profanity lace, video. While the God of historic Christianity is but a farce, according to Simmons, who preferably refers to the Trinity as um, to the Trinity Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as female, whoa. Queer spirituality and alphabet identity are, in fact, the true expression of divinity. God is nothing, but if she were, she would be yes queening her way down the runways of Paris and Montreal, strutting p- between that tightrope pulled taut between absurdity and obsolescence, balancing between, balancing between too much and never enough. He proclaims nothing, but if she were, she would be a seamstress of divine culture, weaving together string theory and self portraits to form the fiercest gowns of queer existence. God is nothing, but a drag queen with a microphone of biblical proportions, he added. Out of the closet darkness, from under a shroud of secrecy, came the beauty of humanity, humanity made in the gender-bending, identity-breaking, system-shaking image of God, the image of day, he declares, from Adam and Steve to you and me. Wow. The Delusion that that strong delusion that god talks about in thessalonians god will give a strong delusion to those who uh love the lie simmons then turns his attention to the f up theology of toxic masculinity and uh what ideals of oppressive regime and christian terrorists who wield their flappable doctrine of to inflict harm on god's queerly anointed creation the bible god and religion must be nothing he concludes unless we wield it into something in the caption of the video simmons dedicates his performance to the so-called deconstructionist non literate and queer spiritualist and claims his message is directed to those who actively passively cause harm against the alphabet community due to their understanding of scripture amazingly despite his clear denial of hatred and hatred the basic tenets of christianity united Methodist church has certified simmons as a candidate for a ministry all i can say is and that is like they must be witches they must they play christian by day but they worship satan in the night just like in ezekiel they they pretend to worship god you know in the morning but in the evening they worship the sun god that's what's shown in the old testament At HOPE UMC, the proudly queer pastor has hosted Drag Queen Sundays, which he describes as basically just a church service that has happened to be performed in drag. Simmons has become a lightning rod amid years long clash over alphabet issues within the United Methodist Church. Earlier this year, the Global Methodist Church, a more conservative Methodist denomination that holds up to traditional view of marriage and opposes the alphabet clergy announced that it would formally split from the denomination. Simmons discussed in more details the efforts to to uh, to merge dragon spirituality in an interview with UMC, posted below. Okay, fair use.
1: It is over the top. It is loud. It is joyous. It is laugh filled, and are moments where people, margins, a little more tended things happen. That <laughs> we are a place where absolutely everyone can experience God's love, and hearing that made me. <sighs>
0: I, all I'm seeing is Romans chapter 1. Okay. For they did not want to entertain the knowledge of God. And in that, they became fools, burning in lust. You know, men burning in lust for other men and women burning in lust for the other women and receiving to do punishment for that. Okay. Worshipping stones, animals. And they trade in the, the truth for a lie. And this is what's happening. This is what's happening here. And sad to say that, you know, this is going to grow.
1: Feel at home um, because everyone, for who they're
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: planting seeds of change in people's lives, so people who have been told they're unreachable, um, I'm just say you are reachable. You are good. You are perfect. You are holy. And in Isaac's uh, ministry, it is in the church. My work is much more mundane. I stitch services together. I tore out a ceiling um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and... <laughs>
0: so you kind of like, it seems like a split personality, like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Okay. And it's uh, like I said, I really do think sometimes it could be split personality disorder, gender dysphoria, or hey, uh, I don't. I'm not trying to be mean, but who's to say it couldn't be demon possession? Who's to say? Who's to say it gives them? Who gives inspiration to do these things? Who gives inspiration to do these things? It's not God. It's not the Holy Ghost. It's Lucifer. It's the devil. The prince of the air.
1: Any cost the. I- Tongues of fire appeared among them, and the tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. I ask that the Holy Spirit words of this sermon, so that justice may drip from every love, linger in every in every space.
0: Yeah, I Methodist uh Book of Discipline describes homosexuality as incompatible with Christian teaching and forbids or the ordination of self-avowed practice in homosexuals. Like I said, the people who had to ordain him, they have to be practicing witchcraft. They have to be Satanists. Disagreement over that stats threatened to divine, to divide the denomination between conservative and liberal scriptural interpretations. You cannot have liberal interpretations. It it can only be conservative. Isaac's ministry as Miss Pentecost met opposition both within and outside the denomination. He has been criticized as inappropriate against Wesley tradition and dishonoring God. He's been called the Antichrist and even received death threats. He also receives messages of support. A video
1: of me leading a prayer and drag uh, went viral um, in, Methodist, in the Methodist world. Um, and then hate just started immediate, immediate, immediate. There was a time when that, like, I would not be here in the church by myself. Because it was just scary. And so that was really hard. Um, and yet. <laughs> and yet. There was also touch points of hope and joy.
0: Despite the contrary, Isaac said he loves the Methodist, United Methodism and is big enough to it's, embrace it.
1: The United Methodist Church is my home. It's my family. <laughs>
0: but the only people that... This is a synagogue of Satan. This is not a a a, a, a church of brotherly love. This is a church of you know this is a church of this is a synagogue of satan okay this is not a church that's calling out sin this is a church that bent their knee to the devil and has accepted all types of evil crap in it in the name of love These last days are going to be extremely scary because guess what? They're going to be people, right? There are going to be people who are going to have to divide themselves from fake Christians and real Christians. And the real Christians are going to have to be hiding out in caves. They're going to be on the run because this is going to be the norm. All right. Back in the day in Europe, It got bad. They couldn't even have the name Christian. They had the name wildernesses because they were hunted down, because they were the real Christians. Burned at stakes. A whole bunch of other things.
1: It's about a story of a woman who sacrifices her privilege and her place in life. Comfort in order to enact great change. In order to stop harm and injustice.
0: I have a first off. Okay, Esther was a queen. All right, but she didn't grow up being a queen. She was chosen. Okay, to be a uh, bre a barrier. Okay. Between persecution, between her people being persecuted. All right. That was Esther's purpose because there was a man named Haman that was trying to kill the Jews. And God used Esther to keep that genocide from happening. Okay. This is not a woman. And twisting scripture. Sad man, I'm it's sad. This person needs prayer, that's all I could say. They need prayer. I'll end it for tonight. I'll end it for now. Have a good night. May the Lord Jesus bless you. Pray for people like this, and that's another thing, too. You know, P. Uh, um, you can't be Westboro Baptist Church on people like this, you have to tell the truth in love. And the only way that they're going to be won over is with the spirit of Christ, and that is love. And love tells the truth, but it is told the truth in love. Okay, you can't be coming at them with pitchforks and torches. You have to tell them the truth. And if they don't like the truth, you dust your feet. The blood is off your hands. But you have to tell the truth in love to people like this. You don't know where they come from. You don't know why they came to this. uh, Why they have come to this conclusion in their life to be this way. But the truth must be told in love. You tell the truth; don't water it down. Just tell the truth, but in love. That's it. May the grace of Jesus, amid the grace of the Lord Jesus, bless you. Good night.